What's going on, buddies? We are back on another DraftKings episode, Playoff Editions with Playoffs. Let's go. The Buds in Sports. You already know who I am. I am Spuddy McGee with my fellow co-host, Frances. Hey, what's good? Big Bird. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Dougie's out today, catching up on some sleep. Our schedules are all messed up lately, so uh, we'll be getting back on a regular schedule sooner or later. But, um, you know, substitute in, substitute out. That's all we're doing right now. Uh, We're figuring it out to try to push out content for y'all. Exactly, exactly. But like I said, we got DraftKings episode, Playoff Edition, Wild Card Weekend, super Wild Card Weekend, what they're promoting. Mm. Super. Super Wild Card. Uh, Super. (laughs) Super, amigo. Sounds extra. Yeah. We got less games to work with, so we're not going to do our traditional format where we give the value guys and things like that. We're just going to keep it simple with just the Buds buds and Sports lineup for y'all. So, um, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, Uh, Let's let's get into the quarterbacks. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Playoffs are here. Um, A lot of different plays we could go with. Um, Yeah. We know who kind of the bottom guys are when it comes to this quarterback slate that we're probably not going to want to touch. Yes. But yeah. but if things start getting interesting once we get into, you know, the mid-rangers. Um, I'm not liking the top guys this week. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the, the mids, the mid guys. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Mm-hmm, I have to agree with that. I I've, I really feel like the top price guys this this slate, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Josh Allen's at seven thousand eight hundred. Mahomes seven thousand four hundred. Brady at seven thousand three hundred. I mean, they look good on paper, but at the same time, it's it. I feel like they're not going to be performing that well. I guess you could say to those standards. Yeah, you know, I think I would have given Tom Brady a chance if the weather exactly. was more favorable. Ex- Honestly, before I really noticed the weather, I had brought Tom Brady on one of my mock lineups. But then I yeah. saw the weather, I'm like, nah, we're taking him out. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking you know, him out. If, it, if the rain is going to come down heavy, uh, it's going to be a rough day for the Bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so who do you like, Francis? Um, I'm digging I'm digging Dat Prescott this weekend. Ooh, going with Dak. I'm going. Dak. I'm going with the team I mean, favorite right now. The team favorite. It, it's hard. It's hard to go against them when he, the last three games going into the playoffs, he's been red hot. Mm-hmm. Man's been red hot. He's thrown for twelve touchdowns in the last three games, averaging four touchdowns a game. That's yeah. pretty wild. That's the type pretty of wild. that's the type of momentum you need to go into the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean. Even though the Niners' pass rush is capable of showing up, if if the if the O line just you know is able to hold off, Dak does have weapons around him. Yeah, uh, to, to have a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just really depends uh, the the battle in the trenches. You know how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they put if they put enough pressure, he'll he'll take at least four sacks and might give up two interceptions if the pressure is definitely there. Yeah. I 
I mean, I yeah, I, I can I can definitely see the case for Dak Prescott, especially he does. I feel like he does pretty well at home. He yeah, plays, he plays pretty good at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I also like the two guys right below him. I like Stafford at sixty three hundred mm-hmm. uh, against the tanking Cardinals who don't know how to stop uh, from sucking. Um, and Jalen Hurts, uh, I think I think Eagles' chances kind of went up in this game because of the weather. Um, Eagles have the number one rush offense. You're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of Miles Sanders. You're going to see a lot of rushing attempts from Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if Tampa Bay's run defense isn't there. I think they I think the Eagles can move the ball. Yeah, because Tampa Bay's defense is missing a lot of linebackers. They have a lot of cues on some linebackers. Um they do expect Jason Pierre Paul to be back and Shaq Barrett to be a little bit back, but Levante Davis Ooh. is is a big questionable. So they're yeah. they're not even sure that he, he'll be available. He got the cue, but you know, it's more doubtful than anything. Right. You know, I just right. I just read I, I just read that something that Bruzarian was saying something like that that um Fournette and David are very questionable. The most questionable to be precise. Yeah. I mean, that does not sound good cuz even if Fournette finds a way to make it into the game mm-hmm. and he's he, it already sounds like he's going to be playing at 70 to 80%. Yeah. Um in the rain? And who knows? In the rain too. Yeah, who knows how how effective he can be or or you also risk him ag- aggravating that injury during the game and might be tearing the until be tearing the MCL, right, right. So it's it, it's a very risky play for Fournette, even if he does get cleared. What's confusing to me is why DraftKings priced Gardner Minshew higher than Carr, Garoppolo, Roethlisberger, and Mac Jones. That's crazy, right? And there's no injury That's, report on Jalen Hurts, <laughs> and there's no injury report on Jalen Hurts. So what what conversation was that during the week that I missed? Are are they saying there's competition on who's the starter this weekend? Pretty sure it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the question with Jalen Hurts, though, is will he be doing enough to provide enough points on the, on the grounds? Because if it is raining, I'm yeah. only looking at Jalen Hurts is will he be able to put 20 points running? I mean... I think he's capable. Yeah. I think I think he's capable. I think um lately the last four games as far as rushing attempts they have been lower than usual. You know, in the middle of the season mm-hmm. he was getting into the double digits he was. When, when it came to his rushing attempts. Um mm-hmm. and he he kind of slowed that down a little bit. The last he hasn't scored a rushing touchdown uh since week 15. Mm-hmm. Um but I I do think you know the reason why the Eagles are in the playoffs has a lot to do with Jalen Hurts being able to carry these games by himself. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, in the playoffs, you kind of go to what was working for you during the season. And now that you've incorporated Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. I think they, they can run some some pretty um, um, effective plays, you know, um, deceive the deceiving plays, yeah. you know, run the... The read option. Don't get me wrong, Miles Sanders want. is great, but also the guys who've been holding it up for Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, they're going to be gaining touches as well since it's definitely going to be mm-hmm. raining. So, but that whole unit has been very good on the ground. So, no matter what player comes in, they're going to be um, calling their number to a 
different scenario, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I I, but, I I see I see Hertz having a lot a lot of rushing attempts. Miles Sanders possibly he just came back from injury, yeah. so I don't know how much they're going to give him the ball. But Jordan Howard will probably be the third, I would say. Yeah, um, I, I would have to check the injury report on Miles Sanders just to see just how healthy he is. But mm-hmm. if he is healthy, he he will be the leading back for sure. Oh yeah, going to get pushes. Now you said Matthew Stafford. You think he's going to break off some of his bad decision makings in this first round of the playoffs? Man, he's thrown a lot of interceptions. He has, and sometimes that could be a good thing because it could just be a whole gauge thing. Because a yeah. lot of his interceptions have been under throws, under throws, you under know? throws. That's what I've noticed, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying, like, what's what's up with the arm strength? Is he battling through injury? But if he figures that out, he should be a lot more efficient. And I think the Rams, I think, I think you know they're going to lean on Cooper Cup heavy for mm-hmm. this playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, if Cooper Cup is going to have a big game and carry and, and, you know, get open and easy catches for Stafford, I think Stafford should ride that good game with Cooper Cup. Yeah. And they both they both have a decent game. I think Rams are not going to um, take too much chances this first game. They're going to play just enough unless they have to take chances. Because so you're saying you're saying they'll stick to their run game as much as they can? Not just that. The, the throws will actually be high percentage throws. Ah. So that's oh, okay. why Cooper Cup does come into play. Um, quick five-yard out routes or just corner posts, you know, yeah. S- safe throws. Mm-hmm. Not the long throws that he's un- under-throwing to OBJ and causing an interception. I think he's going yeah. to cut down on those ones unless it's there. You know, clearly there. Clearly there. Yeah. Because a lot of them he's probably like, eh, let's give it a try, you know? Yeah. So I think right. – I think some of that decision make, making will excuse me burped sorry um excuse. <laughs> um i think some of that decision making will come down because they don't want to cause the turnovers obviously so right. um right. i expect a more um conservative play from stanford in this game i feel yeah I, I definitely agree with that game script, mm-hmm. um, especially in a in a division with a division rival in the playoffs. That's that's two two things you don't want you don't want for your team. It's a playoff game against a division rival. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so they, I think they are going to try to limit their turnovers and mistakes as much as they can, just because they know. This game can get ugly if mm-hmm. they don't protect the football. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a confidence booster for your quarterback as well that has a lot of questionable decisions right. you know, towards the, right. the the tail end of the season. So I think they yeah. play more conservative unless they have to play with a little bit more risk. So I agree. If they're up early, then I, I feel like they'll play keep away for, for as much as possible. Who who are you feeling for um for value? Who's your guy at value? Um Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts um oh is he at 16? Well, well yeah. Look, I, I'm talking Carr, Garoppolo, Roethlisberger, or Mac Jones if if you had to oh, pick oh, one. Oh, out, out of those four. four? Out of those four, yeah. Uh, that's that's a hard one. It would probably be Jimmy G. You'd go Jimmy? Yeah. 
Dallas is still a bend don't break defense. Mm. So um, another man, Jimmy's had four interceptions in the last two games. That's he, he has, and that plays well into Dallas's defense. Yes, but if there's any possible slip up, at Dallas mm. D can happen. It would again. It would be against a West Coast offense team that goes very run heavy, run heavy, run heavy, then flips it and does a throw, and we least expect it. Right. Because I, right. I, I, when I think of this matchup, and like I was telling you off pod, this matchup is a very dangerous matchup for Dallas because the Niners' offense plays what, how the Broncos' offense should have played. And right. the Broncos' offense destroyed the defense of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So yeah. So think so so think about that. The Niners offense is way better than the Broncos offense. And they're capable of doing that again if the right decisions are made through the quarterback. Yeah. That's uh, that's, that, a good point. that's why that's why I'm like, uh, you know, this is going to be a really tough matchup. Dallas Dallas o- offense needs to come with it or I'm going to get a flashback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We about to see thirty zero in the third quarter. Oh God! You know, yeah. So I, let's hope let's hope it's not a blowout mm-hmm. like that. I'm, I'm really expecting this game to be. Yeah, good, yeah, man. yeah. You know, yeah. it's just you know people think like, damn, you're really getting on your own team. I'm like, no, I just know the weaknesses of the Dallas team, and we don't match up well against the Sa- Sacramento yeah. San Fran um, team. At you least. witness ugly, ugly games by your team, and you know what makes them ugly. Exactly. So that's what you're, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you know, it's just Dallas. Like if I was there telling them what you need to do, is I would tell them exactly yeah. this. So work on this this whole game. You know, right. if you could stop the run, you will win this game. To the, I'll tell that to the defense if I could. Yeah. But we but we're just going on what we've seen in the past. Like hey, y'all had trouble stopping the run. So if you guys right. don't stop the run, we're gonna see we're gonna see a repeat of what happened. Right. You know? Yeah. You're gonna make Jimmy G throw four touchdowns for two hundred yards. Oh man. <laughs> Has it let me check if he's even had a four touch no, I think he the most he's thrown in a single game this year is two. Wow. That's I know. Crazy. But watch Dallas be the, the team that does it. The the three to four, his first three to four, like 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 right at the beginning of the game, Jimmy G hasn't thrown for three plus touchdowns, and there it is. You had to say that fucking stat. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. As far as value, I'm gonna have to go with Derek Carr, even though this is another quarterback who hasn't thrown for more than two (laughs) touchdowns in a game. That's crazy. Um, I just think. The game script is gonna require him to throw a lot in this game. Yeah. I think, I think in the beginning they're gonna try to lean on Josh Jacobs as much as they can while the game's still close. But mm-hmm. I do think that Bengals offense is rolling right now, very high powered. They're gonna get their points, and Raiders are gonna try their best to keep up. Yeah. Um. So I I think Derek Carr can he throw for. Two or three touchdowns, maybe. I'm I'm looking for more of the yardage. I think he I think he does go over 300 yards. Yeah. Um, in this in this game, just off game script, like he's just gonna have to throw the ball at least I don't know 38 I, to 45 uh, times. Big X factors for Derek Carr to, for success is Hen, uh, Renfro and Zay Jones. 
If they could, yeah. get, if those two could get on the same page with Derek Carr throughout the whole game, you could definitely see that happening. Yeah, and and Darren uh, Waller is actually not carrying a Q this week at all, so mm. he should be uh, good to go 100%. The thing that I did see last game, I don't know if it's because he's been away from action for a while, and he he had some drop balls. Yeah, he did. Some he very did. Un- uncharacteristic drop yeah. balls from Darren Waller. Yeah. And I- yeah, I don't know if he was just rusty or what, but I do expect um I do expect in a playoff game if he is 100% healthy. I mean, he got targeted 9 times, but he only caught the ball twice. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, that's that's not efficient at all. Mm-mm. Um so I think he does still get the targets this game. Um I think they're going to ask him to step up. Mm-hmm. Um and I think he does have a more efficient game. So I I think uh him him back at 100% does help Derek Carr a, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mention Waller because of that. So I I don't know if he's a little banged up still or um it was just a, yeah. some some game rust. So um he's definitely mm-hmm. going to be a factor and if he could if they could connect then you know Yeah. Yeah. We're going to we're going to be looking at a shootout. A good game. Yeah, we're going to be looking yeah. at a shootout definitely. I think out of all the matchups honestly on this slate, this one just feels like the shootout. Yeah. You know, um yeah. I don't see Buffalo New England being one at all. Mm-hmm. Um I I like I said, in order for the Steelers KC game to be good, it has to be an ugly close game, low scoring game. Yeah. Um Philly, Philly and Tampa Bay, we, the weather is going to affect that. I, it, it's very rare that a rainy game or a snow game is a shootout. Yeah, ten seventeen um, in that game. Yeah, and so and then you know, I guess the other one would be the Cardinals and Rams, but that's a division game, and usually division games are very hard fought and grinded out, up and down. It could, um, be, it could be a shootout or it could be a dud fest. A dud fest, and and you know, Cowboys and Niners. This one also, this one has to for me is the second one. Um, mm-hmm. I I do th- I you know I think Vegas had him at what fifty one over 51, under yeah. Um, it is one of the higher totals for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and both both offenses are very capable of scoring on each other. So yeah, I this this that is the other one. But I think if I were to pick the one, it has to be Vegas and Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to I wanna say so too right. because, um, Bengals I think. It, less than two games scored under 10 points i know one game yeah. they, they only scored three or something oh, like wow. that but it was like i said it was everything early in the else. season but everything else yeah. they've been scoring like 20 points at least so yeah yeah that's what that's why i think now um let's go ahead and pick quarterback who are you feeling who who, who, who who's your pick first oof. man I mean, like I said, I I I I really like Stafford and and Hurts, mm-hmm. um, but if if you can't pivot off Prescott, I I'm I'm willing to just because of the last three games that he's had, he's he's really in tune with that offense. Uh, I could go with Jalen Hurts. I go with Jalen Hurts. Okay. I I feel Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford. I'm kind of iffy on to be honest. Okay, okay, yeah. We, let's let's do a Jalen Hurts lineup mm-hmm. all right all right now let's move on to the running backs 
a lot. Hey, if you look at the, the the slate of running backs, you you see a lot of red going on. There's a lot of red. Yeah. Yep. Cues and reds. Cues and reds. Ew. Well, f- right off the bat, I'll tell you a running back that I I know I'm gonna like. Who? Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell definitely gonna get a lot of volume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna be very chalky, but we'll get a lot of volume. Yeah, and, and for his price too, he's fifty five thousand. Yeah, kind of confusing there. You know, but okay, I, I like it. I I like it a lot. I'll I'll, I'll put that as a lock right there. Do you put that in as a lock? <laughs> I can I can put it in as a lock. I feel comfortable hey, hey, just volume alone. Hey, like, let's lock this the, shit right the, now. Okay, <laughs> the efficiency is the question mark. We'll see just how much resistance uh-huh. he gets, but I know the volume will be there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, the problem is going to be the second running back. Who's second liking? running back, I, yeah, you can make a case for so many guys. I mean, it's hard to ignore Joe Mixon. Um, you know, the Raiders struggled to uh, stop the run all season, and then the, he has seen the Raiders earlier this season, and he had a big game against them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe Mixon is is definitely an interesting choice, especially against a very uh, giving Raiders defense. Yeah, yeah Mixon's definitely going to be very chalky. Yeah, uh, I think he does hold the best matchup in the running back slate. That's why he is priced the highest. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, now I you think, could now you huh? I, um, Najee Harris, even though he has a question mark, uh, I expect big volume from him as well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in for big volume for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Now it's just whether what kind of Chiefs defense are we going to get? Are we going to get second half Chiefs defense or first half Chiefs defense? Yeah, nah, see it's hard to say these days. Yeah. They they were so consistently bad mm-hmm. and then they were so consistently good mm-hmm. and then now it's just a coin flip. <laughs> Do we get so, I I don't know what we're going to get. It's it's hard. It's hard to say. I do think Najee Harris um get gets the volume for sure this game because they're going to lean very heavy on him and Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Those are their only two playmakers that can really like make a difference mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh Najee Harris is in for a big day I do like um I do like Miles Sanders you do for value I know you do Miles Sanders 5100 5, he's starting doesn't hold the cue this week uh it's a it's a rainy game rain game rain game he rain touches game. touches will be there but if we were to focus on top still I it's not a sexy pick, but I just have a feeling just because I've I've watched football for a long time and I know how the Patriots function. Oh, you're um, talking about Damian I Harris? Think, I think Damian Harris, if healthy, it's either him or Ramondre Stevenson. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the Patriots come into this game run heavy because it's the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, usually teams that know their identity, know their strengths, that's what they go to in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. when you look at the Patriots season overall, they're a running team. They they utilize all their backs, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Bolden. And mm-hmm. Damian Harris is the lead rusher, mm-hmm. and he's had multiple games with multiple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Patriots do come into this game wanting to control the, the clock, the possession, mm-hmm. and run and and the run game 
was effective the last time they saw the Bills, uh, or the first time, uh, that windy, the windy I'll t- game. I'll tell you this. Both times they met the Buffalo Bills, Harris had 31 on the uh, 31 in a losing effort, 20 in a winning. And remember, the winning one, he, he left because he's injured. Right. So right. putting that in perspective, and he seems like the pick. It, it, it I, I liked him this week because, like I said, it's not sexy, so I know the chalk is going to be off of him. There's a lot of sexier picks on this slate. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I, I think... I think um, Patriots really show up. They, I, I honestly think it's it's more of just a distraction that they've lost the last three of their four games of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's just Belichick just wanting the team to the league to think, oh, they're falling off. He they're not like, good. But watch, no, they clamp down in the playoffs. Yeah, he's gonna. That's be like, just how good, the Patriots are. Good. I do, and I don't want no more publicity on me. <laughs> and, and so I do expect this game. To be a little closer than people think, mm-hmm. I do think the run game is going to be very uh, relevant. So Damian Harris would be one of my favorite picks just because I know he's going to be low percentage. But like I said, you have to follow the injury report. Make sure yeah. he's good to go. Mm-hmm. If it's not him, piv- pivot to Ramondre Stevenson because yeah. he will be the lead lead guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I, I, I like the Damian Harris pick, though. I really do because yeah. just – the last two games, he's they they relied on him a lot, and why a not lot, rely yeah. on him again? Yeah, you know, I, because when it comes to the Bills' defense, I I think they're first in the pass defense, mm-hmm. um, and and they're top ten in the run defense. But like, if you're just gonna pick the weaker spot, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the run game. So mm-hmm. and that and the, and the, and you know, Bilicek, he always picks on your weaknesses, and that's. It was very. It showed that when he played them twice, and he leaned on his run game mm-hmm. heavy. Yeah. So, I think he does the same thing. Yeah. Um, going back to that Pittsburgh and KC matchup, we got mm-hmm. Edwards Hilaire out and Darren Williams with a questionable. Ooh, so there's man. potential. Even with the question mark on Williams, and even if he plays, I like Derek Gore. To be like the yeah. wild wild card um, value value guy. play because yeah. when he does touch the ball and he has a little bit of volume, he he could he could definitely score some points for you. Um, yeah, one yeah. one game he had basically total yards over a hundred yards. Oh, it was against Pittsburgh. It's against Pittsburgh, right? Sixty one yards receiving, forty three yards rushing, 13, 13 points without a touchdown. He could have easily had a touchdown. But he did it without a touchdown. Um, against well, now, was that? Um, it would would it clearly be Gore taking over, or are you scared that Jarek McKinnon might be the next guy up? They're going to give it to Gore, and McKinnon's going to handle pass catching per se. But I see. I okay. I feel like Derek Gore, Gore will have majority of the touches though in general. Okay. You know, I okay. I, I, I I don't think they would be. Um, shy to give him both catching and rushing responsibilities i mean he is efficient mm-hmm. he when, is efficient when, when i the, like his when, running, he, yeah. when he steps up he can so yeah. if you're in that position to you know use him as a value guy yeah gore's an option i feel um anyone else on the slate do you think cam Akers? um has a little bit more of a workload in this game compared to his first game back. 
against Man, San Fran? You know, I'm honestly, I could be wrong about Akers. They could, they might lean on him heavy. I just feel like in a must-win game, it's not time to really experiment if a guy is, is ready going to go off or not. And, like, mm-hmm. Sony Michelle has been holding it down. Mm-hmm. Um you know, since since Acres ha- has been gone, and mm-hmm. that's why the trade. Was I think made. you go with the, yeah. I think I think you go with the guy that that has the the touches has is really been in in season form. You know, like Acres is really just coming back. Mm-hmm. He has not played a single snap all season up until yeah. last game. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, in a playoff environment in a must win game, I do think Sony Michelle still leads leads the backfield on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could you could take your chance with Akers. Yeah. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, opposite of Elijah Mitchell, you think um, Cowboys back is going to have a big game or um, they're going to be I... um, just kind of um, putting up some two, three-yard gains? Mm, I think Tony Pollard always has the, the chance for an explosive play, but... I think I feel as a Niner fan, I'm a lot more comfortable stopping the run yeah. than I am stopping the pass. That, that, and, that's how I feel. I feel like, honestly, yeah. Zeke's going to get a lot of work. It's just not statistically. Right. He's yeah, going you know, to be doing a lot of blocking this game. Yeah. And a lot of people. I, I, lot of people I feel gonna, really confident in our run defense for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, a lot of people are going to be like, well, Zeke didn't do anything this game. I'm like, yeah. Check the tapes. This man's blocking. He's gonna be yeah. gonna, he's gonna be doing a lot of chipping this game. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. I, I really do feel like that's what's gonna happen. Is um they're gonna have three receivers tight end out, and Zeke's gonna be in the backfield, just kind of picking up any blitz or extra man coming in because nah. they're gonna try to prevent as much pressure on Dak as possible. Yeah. So now. I feel like if you do take a chance on Zeke, you might not get the yardage, but if the Cowboys offense is rolling that day through their passing game mm-hmm. and they're and they are visiting the red zone a lot, you you can have a situation where Zeke is sniping those touchdowns. Yep, whether he's um, um doing up the middle runs or doing backfield swing routes. Right, exactly. Just getting into that red zone, you already you're already in position for Zeke mm-hmm. uh to, you know to have a chance at it mm-hmm. um so and and the last two weeks he hasn't had a rushing touchdown no um and this is and this is ezekiel elliott so mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard to imagine him three three games in a row staying out of the end zone so like oh yeah you could have a situation where he snipes it I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. well in washington he had a receiving touchdown so oh okay okay oh yeah well he had a receiving and a, a rushing touchdown in washington but yeah, I guess we said the last two games he hasn't really got into the end zone. Yeah, week seventeen and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, all right. Well, who who do you like as your second pick for running backs? I I mean, uh, I do feel like Elijah Mitchell is going to be chalky, so I think I do like Damian Harris to kind of be has a secondary pick to move off the chart balance. Like Elijah Mitchell, uh, Elijah Mitchell has the chalk, but Harris provides a balance because not a lot of people are looking into that. Are, grind. Yeah, I think I think you're gonna see a lot of lineups running Mixon and Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, 
Um, yeah. I like Harris a lot, honestly. And looking back at the yeah. last two meetings, Harris seems like yeah. an obvious choice. Yeah, hopefully he he gets healthy enough. Um, it, it is a hamstring issue, so I think he has a great chance. Um, I, I I think he I think we'll, he keeps the cue we'll throughout the 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 rest of the off season. I mean, yeah, the postseason. Yeah, like he'll be playing yeah. unless he really gets hurt. Yeah. Well, all right. Are we ready to move to wide receivers? Yes, we are. All right. Oh man, so many options for yep. this slate in, yep. in this position. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Still it's... less games, but a lot of players to go through. Oh my gosh. It. I. I just don't see how you can really make a case for everybody. You really. <laughs> you really can. So, you know. Let's let's uh, hey man. let's not go there, but I'll tell you this. I everyone feels like I I have no hope in my Cowboys, but I do, I really do. But I yeah. but I know there are going to be certain players that are just going to go off. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel's is going to go off. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick a Cowboy receiver. <laughs> no, actually, actually. He- in my in my mock one, I actually have a, a a bring back player from the Cowboys. Is it is it CD? It's CD. CD. See, I'm I'm, I'm mm. my gut tells me CD will have a big game. Yeah, that's yeah that yeah. I I like Debo yeah. Samuels. I like CD Lamb. Though, yeah. like like I I I really feel like they're re- these two are gonna have. Back to back touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns type of shit. I I no, I agree. I I think. I think you can make the case a hard case for both of these players. Um, mm-hmm. Just the type, CD, the type of player Diablo Samuel is, you can't not take him because he's yeah. a Swiss Army knife. He could run, he could catch, he could throw the ball, he could probably punt the ball, he could probably kick a field goal or two. <laughs> he, he 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 could do that. He is the best player on this offense, hands down. Um, and he is he is the reason why we are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's he's had uh, multiple huge games to get his dubs. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. Debo is going to be utilized a lot mm-hmm. in this game. I, I don't see a game script where he's not involved. Um, but also CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. 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 No, no. What I was about to say is it's not about stopping Debo um, Samuel's. It's slowing down Debo Samuel's. That's the thing. Right. Because sometimes when you stop, try to stop, you cause big plays on other ends. If you slow them down, you know, they just become little plays. So sometimes right. sometimes you got to think in that mindset, you know, limit the big plays. But I feel right. like Debo Samuels will get a big, big um, volume game. Definitely. Yeah. And, yeah, for sure. And yeah. as, as for CD Lamb, he's been kind of quiet lately. I mean... He I was gonna ask you about that. What is, what's going on there? He, um, I I off great. Yeah, I I think it's just you know, I think it falls a little bit of how teams are kind of prepping towards the Cowboys. I really do think so, mm. and I really think that um, the offense as well is not as mixing up the plays of how CD CD is getting utilized. Right, I feel like that's right. that's been a factor, but maybe the curtain finally comes down, unlocks the plays that really excel with CD Lamb, and we should see him go off. 
That's yeah, what, you know, just that's just looking at the numbers, it's it's he hasn't scored since week ten, mm-hmm. which is already it's very streaky that he hasn't scored. So I, mm-hmm. I do expect that streak to stop eventually, especially your CD Lamb. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then look, since week thirteen, every week after week thirteen, his targets literally have gone down, 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 down from mm-hmm. thirteen. To ten, to nine, to five, to four, to two, mm-hmm. which tells me there's a spike coming. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy does not live down here in in these number of targets. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he's used to when you look like in the middle of the season, it's anywhere from from six to to ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think the targets go up. And when the targets go up, I think the chances of getting in the end zone goes up. Mm-hmm. And you're playing a Niner defense that their their weaker side is the pass defense. It's, it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we do have a rookie in right now, Thomas, who probably won't be on CD. But when you like the you know teams know that the Niners are weak at passing because they try them every time. Mm-hmm. They'll try a deep ball. They'll te- they'll test the waters because yeah. that is our weak point. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the Cowboys do the same. I think CD is a great route runner. Yeah. He has great hands. Um and I, and I think Dak Prescott's playing at a, at a at a good level right now. So there is there is potential for CD Lamb uh, to have a big game here. Honestly, I I really feel like Cowboys really have one of the best overall receiving groups that are at that excellent route running. Because yeah. then you got Amari yeah. Cooper as well, great route runner. Right. Before Michael Gallup, got, before Michael Gallup got injured, great route runner. Yeah, you know those are three yeah. great route runners. So that's why the ball gets spread around so much in Dallas. Because I really feel like. Dallas's pass attack is very balanced, meaning everyone gets a little bit of uh, the touches. You know, it'll go down to Cooper, Lamb, yeah. Schultz, Gallup, Wilson. Now they're even getting yeah. Miles Tur- um, Malik Turner in. And, not, and then you do some pass plays to the running back. So, yeah, I mean, you could throw the ball a lot, but still, you know, it's hard passing the ball around a lot but i just me personally my gut feels like cd is gonna have a big game yeah yeah i i can't shake that feeling either i, mm-hmm. I think cd's in in line for for a pretty big game here yeah um i'm moving away <sighs> from this game though mm-hmm. guess who i have as someone that's gonna blow up Ooh, blow up blow up mm-hmm and it's one of the mm. shootout games. Is it T. Higgins, possibly? Yes, you guessed it. T. Higgins. T. Fucking T. Higgins. Yeah, I, I, I like th- him too. I I think he's he's gonna go off this game. I I, I feel it. He's uh, in the second half of the season. He's been really, really, really li- li- lining up the DraftKings board. So I like really T. Higgins. Nasty. I mean yeah. that whole receiving core is great, but T. Higgins, uh, I think he's gonna be aiming for a big game. Now, I I do too. I think T. Higgins is is in line for for a lot of volume this game. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, if if he just catches the balls thrown his way, he's, he should have a 20 to 30 point day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think there's risk if you're going T Higgins, because the Raiders do have a pro bowl pass rusher and Max Crosby. Of course. And he did, he did lead the league in number one pressures towards a quarterback. Yes. Um, so, how much time is Joe Burrow going to have for a big time play or a big throw down the field? We'll see. We'll see what type of Max Crosby shows up. Mm-hmm. If, if he's, if he's going to be playing at his, at his best in his best form, uh, Joe Burrow's not going to have too much time to, to get the ball downfield. So it's going to require them to go mix in or go screen plays to Jamar chase. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the pass rush is not there and Max Crosby is having a, an average day, T. Higgins, there's no reason why he can't moss anybody on that Raider uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's a big dude, and he's really playing to his size these days, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, do you like Renfro in this, this game as well? Um... I do like Renfro for volume because, like I said, I think teams are are going with what they feel safe with. And, you know, Renfro's targets have been kind of down lately. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been very streaky, though, getting into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's gotten there, you know, plenty of times. I But I do think with Darren Waller back healthy and Z, and Zay Jones targets, going, uh, they're, they're starting to go up. Mm-hmm. Um, Renfro is a little affected. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think he can still get to 20 points just all volume alone in this game? I, yes, just because I think the game script is going to require Carr to, to throw the ball a lot. So that does give opportunity for, for Renfro to get, you know, a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that I love him mm-hmm. this for, for this matchup. I think, mm-hmm. I, th- I think they incorporate Darren Waller a lot more, so that takes away targets from Renfro. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I'm willing to I honestly between Zay Jones and Renfro because I think Renfro will be chalky, so I I am willing to take a chance on Zay Jones. Like when you look at Zay Jones, he only scored during Week One, but the last handful of games, the targets have been there for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um. You just you just need need to get him in the freaking end zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see who else is on this. That I mean, there's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, yeah, Tyreek Hill. Um, he's been quiet the last three weeks. Yeah, super quiet. Um, but he, I think, in I've I've seen when was it? I forgot what week it was, but. It. I just feel like I've seen this so much from him, where he's in and out of a game, where because of an injury, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll go on the sideline, get on the bike, and then you're you're kind of wondering like if he's going to come back in or not. And then he ends up coming back in, but mm-hmm. then at that point, he's not really effective. Like he's playing injured. Yeah. But, um. But I mean, according to the report, he's not carrying a cue this week. No. So. So he should be good to go. I and yeah, he is their best player on offense next to Patrick Mahomes. So he should get the volume. Mm-hmm. I I do like Tyreek Hill this week. Mm, okay, okay. Well, we do need to pick three receivers. 
three. Um, sheesh. How do you feel? Mm. I would I would love Cooper Cup, but he is nine thousand, and he is nine thousand. He, he's gonna okay, be chalky. I, I think since we have Mitchell right now, I want to lock in Ceedee Lamb just to have a bring back, or at least one bring back. Okay, that game. Okay, I like it. Um, and then we'll see if we can get to Debo. Mm-hmm. But I am, I mean, to save a thousand dollars and and as far as volume, I. I kind of do like Tyreek Hill, and I think the last three weeks have turned people off from him. Uh-huh. Um, True. He could he could be low percentage this week. Yeah, I um, mean, I, I like him coming back and um, being in playoff form. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I feel good about Hill, and mm-hmm. then for third, how do you how do you feel about Cedric Wilson? Um, well, he's the Cowboys third. So do you think, think what, think what Gallup produce is all going to Cedric Wilson now? Yeah, but Cedric's actually getting into the end zone. That's the difference between him and Gallup. Exactly. That's crazy. Not only that, I wouldn't be surprised if a trick play happens with Cedric Wilson throwing the ball again. Mm, Have they ran that before? They have. They have. Sheesh. Um, I mean, as a value, I like them. Um, or if you want to keep keep the price up and go with a guy that we know could have a big game, uh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Um, yeah. T. Higgins. So it's just a matter of if we want to go value for this last slot, or if mm-hmm. if we want to go mid uh, all the way through. Um, let's go. Let's go, Wilson, for right now, and see what the flex could okay. be. Okay. Let's do that. All right. So now we got tight ends. Tight ends. Uh, the thing is, we, we know who's going to go off in a way but at the, and have volume. But the question is, who do we pick because of their price value? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Gronk could have a big game, but it's raining. So who knows how well yeah. the ball is going to get thrown to him. That dampens his his ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, George Kittle could be called upon. Yes, um, for a big game here. If if you know if they want to use Debo more as a deception on some plays. Yeah. Um, but I think there are some cheaper choices that are just as good. Like mm-hmm. I I think Zach Ertz is way underpriced. I, um, I like the Zach Ertz pick. I, yeah, he is constantly getting this volume, but not getting in the end zone. And man, mm-hmm. you give him this volume and you get him in the end zone one time, mm-hmm. he's 20 plus. And points. the thing is, it, Zach Ertz is perfect because I know the pa- the pass is one of Rams' specialties, I guess you could say. But at the mm-hmm. same time, mm-hmm. usually covering the tight end, I don't really, really dig the linebackers that Rams have to go against have. Zach to go against Zach yeah. Ertz, or even the the yeah. safeties to go against Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. So I really think he is going to keep having a volume game and produce and produce. Yeah, I I I agree. Um, especially at that price, it's mm-hmm. it's really hard to ignore. Exactly, exactly. Um, are we locking? I mean, Zach Ertz? Because who else? I, I, <laughs> 
I'd I'd like to lock him in. I mean, another guy we can talk about just for the sake of the episode um, is Hunter Henry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Hunter Henry is a big. He's he's a he's a very relevant guy in this offense, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when when they get into the red zone. You know, they trust they trust uh, to throw the ball to him Mm -hmm. and and get it in there. So Mm -hmm. I think Hunter Henry has a lot of potential. Yeah, for this matchup, it just really depends on the game plan, though. And I feel like New England's just going to be set on running the ball, though. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I think we could lag lock in Zacherts here. All right, well, let's do it, and let's pick a defense before the flex. Okay. Um, my pick actually is good is the Patriots defense just because I feel like they are going to clamp down on this division mm, rival in okay. the playoffs. Ooh shit. I I that that that's been my pick but um there are there are other potential picks here. The we question the question sure. how I pick defenses are you going to cause turnovers and sacks? Mm. Which te- which defense is going to produce the most turnovers and sacks? Because usually when you produce produce those two things, the points and yardage just come as well. Yeah, so, no, you're right. So if if a team could produce sacks and some turnovers, maybe even defensive touchdown, that's a possibility. You know what teams what teams defense do you feel like can provide that? I think um, if we're looking for turnovers. And sacks. Um, I think. I, I mean, they haven't been great lately, but it's more about picking on Matthew Stafford. So I would say the Cardinals mm. because Stafford is. I mean, he's not a statue, but he's not mobile. Yeah. So he he does rely on hanging in the pocket, mm. and uh, he he is an interception throwing machine. Do you, you think, know? Do you think the return of JJ Watt helps this defense a lot to produce that? Oh, is he back? He will be back. Ooh. JJ Watt, Chandler Jones. Wait, it, Chandler, so Chandler's oh, has has been in, right? It's just JJ Watt that's been missing or have they yeah. both been missing? I'm not too sure with Chandler Jones and his in, uh injury report lately, but I know JJ mm-hmm. Watt has been missing some time. Yeah, and he got cleared to come back? Yeah. Ooh, so I mean, yeah, that that definitely ups the Cardinals' chances for pass rush and, and interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else here? Um, I mean, believe it or not, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The 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 Chiefs have four defensive touchdowns this season, mm-hmm. and um, they they are going against Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think it is a little harder. When I do think about it, because it's nothing but two yard out routes. Yeah. So he does he does get the ball out pretty quick. It's not like they're gonna make him hang back there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, she took out routes. But I mean, I mean, who who would you pick on here for for turnovers? Um, I'll I'll give you two teams that I like. I like the Chiefs, and I like the Cardinals. Okay. Okay. So. Um. Let's oof. Hmm. let's go let's go Ooh, man. Who do you this like? I mean those are the two that I that I those are you do your two two? 
Cardinals and Chiefs and and Patriots just because oh, yeah, I Patriots. feel like Patriots in the in the playoffs are a different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me see. Now, yeah. do you think the Cowboys are able to um, get some sacks and turnovers on Jimmy G? Um, I think yeah. I mean, Michael Parsons is is scary to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy G. He he does some very questionable throws. He folds, um, he folds under pressure too. He does. However, that's why I do think they're going to take the ball off his hands and and go run heavy. Mm-hmm. And then we we don't know what the game script looks like from there. I do think yeah. this game. I I don't see this game being very low scoring. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't think either defense is favorable in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't think the Niners is a good start, and I don't think the Cowboys is a good start. Well, good because um, well, both of them are definitely not on my, you know. Yeah. But it's just yeah. I'm looking at the average, and Cowboys defense is the only one that adds averaging 10.9. Ten, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. They, they definitely fell out the stat sheet, and a lot of that has to do with Michael Parsons and Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not Stephon Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, But let's... Let's go Cardinals, and then we'll see what's available at Flex. And All if we right. want to upgrade to, let's say, the Chiefs, well, uh, if we can. Well, with that, we got 6,700 to play with. We do. We can, we, can, we can do a Deontay Johnson or a Kelsey. We can Ooh. if we want to u- utilize the most you know, money. The most, yeah. Even a Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I mean... Or T. Higgins. What do you think the game script for Pittsburgh to be effective against the Chiefs? Do they do these two yard out, out out routes to Deontay Johnson the whole game, or do you I think mean, Najee Harris is going to be the one that produces for them? I think their best chance is Najee Harris, mm-hmm. um, because Najee Harris, you're attacking uh, the weaker part of their defense, which is the run defense, mm-hmm. and if you get that going, it only helps you because you're you're now controlling the clock, right? You're you're keeping the ball off of Mahomes' hands if you're able to gash him and and stick to the run game. Mm-hmm. So I think the Steelers are gonna go for that. They're gonna they're gonna give Najee his touches, mm-hmm. uh, not because not not just because he's one of the best players on offense, but because it helps them on and game script wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you don't want to go toe to toe with the Chiefs. Um, I think Mike Tomlin knows that. I think Mike Tomlin is competent enough to know that. And mm-hmm. that's the thing about DFS. We can't see incompetent coaching coming, but with someone like Mike Tomlin, he is trustworthy. I don't think he does anything super ridiculous or out there. Mm-hmm. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of his team. Um, and if the Steelers had any other option other than playing the way they've been playing, we would have seen it. Yeah, we would have um, definitely seen but they, that right now. They literally have played the same on offense all all the way through. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Najee Harris is is Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson are great starts this week. But we also have enough to go T Higgins if we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I'll say about if we go Najee Harris for this lineup, it does fit because we do have Tyreek Hill on here, mm-hmm. so it does kind of give that that bring back uh, yeah. player um, yeah. effect. Yeah. Um, but, um, we also, 
don't have anyone from the Raiders or Bengals on this lineup. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. And we so, kept saying shootout, shootout, shootout. <laughs> so we could go T Higgins. Um I like Najee Harris or T. Higgins. Uh, let's let's just say that. At this point now, with the money we have, it's literally down not, to T. Higgins or Najee Harris. Najee. I mean, for this lineup, like if we were to stay stay true to this lineup, I think Najee Harris makes sense. And mm-hmm. I, I and look, if we go Najee Harris, does it make me uncomfortable that we're not locking in anyone from the Bengals or Raiders? Yes, but I think the majority of the public is going to pick on that game for sure. The um, question is, is the majority going to go with T Higgins or is the majority going to go with Jamar Chase? Yeah, that, I mean, that's true. I think, I think both those guys are going to be high owned. I just think a lot of starters from, from both teams on that game, it will be a uh, high percentage. I really, um, I really feel like Najee Harris is definitely not a chalky pick whatsoever. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Like I said, I think Mixon and uh, who, and Elijah Mitchell are going to be the top two. So you want to go with the chalk, um, or you want to go with the 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 wasteland? <sighs> Najee Harris, let's, Higgins. Let's 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 go let's go different here, because if if we do take this chance, right, and like. The public is wrong because even you and I think Bengals and Raiders is a potential high scoring game. But let's just say all of us or a lot of us are wrong. We've pivoted away from that game and now we have the advantage, right? Because a lot of the lineups are going to have Bengals and Raider players. Yeah, yeah. So if that ends up being a dud game and a low scoring game, we now have the advantage on this lineup. I'll even tell you this too. Um, even if it is a, a a shootout, doesn't mean that T Higgins even gets the ball like that. Yeah, it, it would have. It would just have to be his day, Cause, basically. Because even then, if you go to the Pittsburgh, we know there's only two outlets in Pittsburgh: Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. That's it. Yeah. With Cincy, mm-hmm. you open up the next book, Mixon, Jamar Chase, T Higgins. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Tyler Boyd, if you want to yeah. add him into it, so right, right. So, but I, I'm kind of I'm digging it. I, I I like Najee Harris. I I do like Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell, and Najee Harris on this lineup. I think I think all three guys have the game script to have a big game. All right, all right. Let's lock them in. And let's lock them in. Go ahead and review the lineup, Francis. All righty. Let me um. Open it up again because I just submitted it. Oh shit! <laughs> um, sorry. Oh, you good? We're, we're submitting things in lifetime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. For our quarterback, we got Jalen Hurts rainy game against the Bucks, sixty-one hundred. Yes. And for our first running back, Damian Harris, sixty-four hundred against division rival Bills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we got Elijah Mitchell at fifty-five hundred against the Dallas Cowboys. Crazy price for this guy. Oh yeah. Um, first slot for the wide receiver. Tyreek Hill, 7,100. Been quiet for the last three weeks. Should have a big game. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, been quiet for too long at 6,200 against the Niners. Should have a big game. Nice. Cedric Wilson, filling in for Gallup at that third slot. Should see a good amount of volume, just like Gallup, just like he has been. Mm-hmm. He's been a great, great offensive player for them. So 
Cedric value play 4,400. For our tight end, we got Zach Ertz mm-hmm. at 47. Another guy I think that's underpriced. Yep. He gets the volume. I think he gets into the end zone this time. Mm-hmm. And then for our flex, 6,600, yes. Najee Harris against the Chiefs. They are going to be using the crap out of this guy mm-hmm. for this game. 30 touches. Um, and then for our defense, we have locked in the Cardinals. J.J. Watt is back. Matthew Stafford is an interception-throwing machine. Hopefully yes. it pays out. Yes. Yes, that is a Buzz Sports lineup. Playoff, baby. <laughs> There's your Buzz and Sports Super Wild Card roster for the weekend. Yes, yes. This yes. Is our lineup. Um, um, the question is after this one, will it be worthwhile for us to do a, another DraftKings episode? Um, we will. We'll, we'll 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 keep that in talks yeah. during the week, yeah, and we'll, we'll see how we'll talk about it goes. with our, our review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, yeah. Look for look for an update on future DraftKings uh, episodes uh, during the recap episode, mm-hmm. um, and we'll we'll give you guys some more information if we're gonna do this all the way through the playoffs. But yeah, for now, for Super Wild Card, this there you have it. Mm-hmm. We're here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, that pretty much concludes this episode, fellas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already know what you need to do. You need to share the Button Sports podcast to everyone that you know that enjoys sports, that want to listen to us talk some random nonsense yes, and some good nonsense, some good sports nonsense, you know, your yes, sports sir. takes, sports opinions, strong opinions. We got them for you. We're on all podcasting streaming platforms all the major ones definitely just type in buttons and sports you'll find us there um anything else francis before we head out nope that that's it just subscribe to the youtube follow the socials y'all know where to find us buds and sports we out of here yep yep that's francis big you already know spuddy mcgee is here We are Buds and Sports, and we are out.